is about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Well, good Monday afternoon to you. <laughs> I can't quite do it like my partner can. Uh, but this is still the McFarlane Show. I am Justin McFarlane. My partner, Darren McFarlane, will be alongside coming up here in the next few minutes. We are going to hear, coming up in our next hour, from Vince Ferrara. Of course, he is with the sports animal out there in Knoxville talking about the big game between UT and UT. Tennessee taking on Texas. Uh, A lot of orange and burnt orange out there on the field uh, and on the court in that game, basketball game that took place over the weekend. Vince will give us his impressions as well as uh, walking back through a couple of Tennessee volunteers who were very visible on the field yesterday in the uh, NFL Conference Championship game. One player who is moving on to Super Bowl 57, the other player who is uh, unfortunately at season's end. We're going to hear from Vince about all of that coming up here in the next few minutes. And, of course, we welcome your phone calls as well, 844-5600. That is 615-844-5600 as we broadcast live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. Of course, I'm here and Devlin is here uh, as well. We look forward to your phone calls and all things in a very exciting sports weekend here uh, across the mid-state and across the country. Darren has now joined us. How you doing, man? Good. You all right? Yeah. I know this feels, you know, opposite land right now. Well. Because I'm, you know, starting the show. Sorry. Throwing to you. There's no problem. I just step out real quick. Listen, man, life Um, happens. We all good. We're here. I know you guys can handle it. Yeah, we're fine. You know, we're moving along. You can handle it better than the 49ers. Hey, listen, you know, the 49ers ran out of players. You know, you you left and there was a player here. So you know what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You know what it feels like. You felt a little bit like the 49ers pain. Well. I guess so. They're like, oh, well, there goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, there goes him. Oh, really? Okay. All so right. it's just me? All right. Okay, well, fine. All right. Then <laughs> let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, no problem. It it stinks because, look, I I don't know if San Francisco could have beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia looks like um, looks like the team to beat, quite yeah, honestly. Yeah, they, very they, strong. they look like a true number one team. They are as healthy as anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. It is really hard to be this healthy this time of the year. They seem to be pretty darn healthy, yeah. Which is another bad recipe for whoever was coming out of the AFC and whoever had to play them. Um, they just look like a juggernaut. Nobody. This is what's crazy. It's it's funny. We're we're all quick to. This is how the league is this year. You know, like we're we de- we have denounced the running back position, right? Yeah. It's just not that important anymore. This is a gun slinging league. Which, there's a lot of truth to that, as we know. Mm-hmm. The passing numbers are way up. The rules mm-hmm. are differently to help passers. Yes. The rules are set up differently where your quarterback doesn't have to be 6'4 or above. Right? Now we're talking about quarterbacks who are 5'10", 5'11", and 6 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, used to be a no-no in this league, right? Oh, oh they can't see over these short. big guys. Yeah. Too short. They're going to get beat up. Mm-hmm. They can't last. 
Well, there was a lot of truth to that. The game was played differently. And here we sit, denouncing the running back position. It's not that important, although Rand Carthon disagrees. He's coming from the San Francisco tree. He came here. He was sworn in as the new general manager of the Titans, and he said to Kimbe Matumbo, no, 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 you must run the football, football fans. You must run the football to be successful. Oh, we, we are not going to ignore the running back position. The Philadelphia Eagles have 39 rushing touchdowns this season. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat that. 39 rushing touchdowns, regular season and playoffs. Do you know why I'm bringing that up? Do you know what the significance of that is? It's no one's NFL ever record. done it in yeah. NFL history. It's NFL record. That's the significance of it. Mm-hmm. No one's ever had 39 rushing touchdowns as a team mm-hmm. in a season, including playoffs. Mm-hmm. They still have a game to go. They do. They have 39 rushing touchdowns. So Philadelphia still believes that it's important to run the football. Kind of, yeah. They, they're in the Super Bowl. Yes, they are. And they have more rushing touchdowns, and they were the number one rushing team in the league. And San Francisco yeah. was the number one team in the league against the run. Mm-hmm. And they weren't able to slow Philadelphia down no. running the football. No. Philadelphia runs by committee. And it's it, maybe it's, a, it's an evolving run game. The run game doesn't quite look the same. But maybe this is the new style of running uh, where you're running the football by committee with a bunch of different guys and mixing it up and you don't know quite where the running attack is coming from. It is not your traditional eye formation. You know, we're going to run the ball between the tackles and we don't care if you don't like it. Uh, the old the old Tennessee Titans would all say the same thing, uh, imposing your will on the other team. It doesn't seem to be that. It seems to be more of a, we're going to confuse you. and We're not sure where it's coming from. It's it's less physical. It looks different, I suppose, though it is running the football. Um, but I just don't want to confuse it with what the Eagles are doing and what the Titans are doing are two very, very different things. And, yes, they're running the football. It's just it's not the same kind of running attack that the Titans are using. Well, they don't have the bell cow. No, they don't. The Titans do. But it seems like not having the bell cow is to their advantage. The Ravens have been a very good running team with Lamar uh, – Lamar Jackson. Why did I, I was, you know, I, was I don't know. Lamar no, do you know Odom? who I was going to no, no, say? No, that's a good one, though. No. Do you know what I was going to say? I, no, I don't. Lamar, well, this is right up your alley. Lamar Alexander. Lamar Alexander. <laughs> former governor, former no. senator. No. Lamar Alexander was I promise you. not quarterbacking the No, Ravens. he can play the piano, but he could be the governor, he can be a senator. But I literally he's just not about run said Lamar Alexander. No. I don't even I don't know where you would get that from. Right. I don't ever talk anything to do with politics. Why why would I have Lamar Alexander? Not really. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Yes. Two very different people. (laughs) Two very different people. When he's been the quarterback of the Ravens, and they have been a very, very good running team, obviously, he's probably the best runner in the league. Yes. Okay. But they've done it by committee, too. Yeah. You know, whether it's – J.K., Dobbins, yeah. whether it's Gus yeah. Bradley, whether it's – Gus uh, Edwards. Gus Edwards yeah. and Gus Bradley. Yes. <laughs> him too. Gus Johnson. Yes. I think they even threw him in there yes. for a play. Yes. It was a sneak play. Uh, he's outstanding. <laughs> but they do it by committee too. I think a lot of teams have done this where 
let's just have three guys that are yeah. capable of. I, I mean, look, that's what the Chiefs do. The 49ers yeah. have done this the until they started a little bit, yeah, trading them all to Miami. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's once a, McDaniel's got down there. It's a very different style of what you're trying to do. And listen, if it's effective, it's effective. You know, I, I still say that what the Titans are, are doing or have done the last few years as far as running the football is 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 inconsistent with today's football from the from the bell cow standpoint. We've gone over those numbers. The bell cows no longer carry teams to the playoffs like they used to. Um, now, if running by committee is doing that, then fine. Then, you know, and that's what the Eagles are doing. They mix with the run with the pass. And their quarterback is a significant piece of the running game. Okay, so be it, um, and, and that's good. So the running game is still relevant. It is just not relevant in the same way it used to be. So I don't believe San Francisco. I'm not sure they were going to win the game. I'm pretty sure they weren't. Probably not. But it was. I feel very confident that would have been a totally different game. It would have been a lot more exciting of a game i mean by competitive by halftime i was like this is a joke i mean it stinks like i was looking forward to this game and it's going to be an absolute dud it's going to be a clunker and i hate it right because purdy goes down josh johnson oh my gosh he is the you look up journeyman it's got a picture of josh johnson but then you know, but again, it's the four-string quarterback in the NFC Championship game on the road. What, Can't blame what him. did you think he was going to come mean, in and do? It's not his fault. <laughs> you think he's going to come he's in out and there, sling it know. around for? Where did this guy come from? Oh, he's been in the league for fourteen yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he he went inside and kidnapped somebody and came out in their uniform and just decided to play. No, they knew he was going. They knew what they were getting. They understood. Yeah. It just is what it is. And then Purdy came back in and was like, oh. He couldn't throw. Oh, he can't throw. Well, that's kind of a problem. It's, uh, so it just it just turned into an absolute clunker. I mean, good for the Eagles. They were probably going to win anyway. They were prob- they are the better – they're probably the better team. It would seem. You know? But it just stinks that we didn't get a chance to see how good of a game it could have been. Right? Yeah. It just it – was, it was just never going to be. No. So then you're wondering, all right. Chiefs, Bengals, what you got? Yeah. Okay. What what you guys got to bring to the table? Boy, what a uh, what a interesting sixty minutes that was. Yeah. Uh, I, there's so many different things to to say about that game. I hate that I feel like, and it's rightfully so in my opinion that it's marred by a lot of the officiating. I thought the officiating was below par. Yeah. I, did, I thought it was below average. Did not think it was a. I thought it was a poorly officiated game. I really did. Uh, and not the the right the. Unfortunately, the call at the end was the right call. You're talking about the late hit. Yeah, okay. it was the right call, and they got that one right, and it costs Cincinnati, and that young man will have to live with that, the rest of his life, and yeah. that'll be a tough pill to swallow, the rest of his life, because that is one of those deals where, some can recover and come back from it, some can't. I don't know that young man. What is his second year in the league? Yeah, second year. I don't know him. I don't know what he's like, but hopefully he can come back from it. But that's going to be tough. Okay, that there's no. And yes, you could say, well, there were so many other plays. Well, yeah, that's true. But guess what? The play that we're going to remember from that game is his. Okay, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. That that's what everybody's going to remember. And yeah, you. It's true that fifty nine minutes. There was fifty nine minutes of 
a football game, too, where other things played out that could have changed Cincinnati's fortunes. But that's not what people are going to remember. People are going to remember your play, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And uh, it resulted in Kansas City moving on to the Super Bowl. But I thought it was a poorly officiated game. Uh, I didn't understand some of the calls. I'll tell you what's something that jumps out at me. Yeah. They've got to get a grasp, Justin, on this forward pass or fumble call. They just do. I, I don't I think they're oh, they're oh. confusing all of us. Yeah. Like, is it just a matter of who's the quarterback? And that's what we that's how we'll determine if it's a fumble or if it's a incomplete pass. Like is if it's Josh Dobbs or Josh Johnson, it's a fumble. If it's Joe Burrow, if it's, you know, fill in the blank superstar quarterback, it's an incomplete pass. His his hand is moving forward. Right now, I think the water's really muddy. Yeah. It's not a clear picture on what the they're not there is no consistency. The only consistency that they have is that it's inconsistent. <laughs> that's that's the consistency they have with that call. It's inconsistent. Oh gosh. It you, is inconsistent. You can't tell, right? Because because of social media and what we can do today, there's all these side-by-side frames, right? These split screens and it's yes. like here's this play and here's that play and you go, "Huh. They look the same to me other than the guys are wearing different uniforms and they have different last names." Yes. Look like the same plays and they resulted in different calls. I mean, it would help if they clearly defined exactly what it is. And by the way, both all the networks, shouldn't say both, all the networks, all the networks have former NFL, you know, aficionados. Yep. They're in the booth with them or watching closely. They can bring them in at any time. And all of them seem to kind of struggle and kind of go, well, it's kind of his arm is moving in the forward direction maybe. They're not definitive. They don't know because, you know, because the rule's not definitive, I don't think. And that is a huge problem for the league because it calls the league's credibility into question. And this afternoon, the NFL's credibility has taken a big hit as a result of some of the things that happened yesterday. And the NFL can downplay it if they want to. I'm just saying everybody is starting to have an opinion. And what happens is it's the it's the compound of a lot of different things. Going all the way back to the Saints-Rams game in the NFC Championship game, the pass interference call that never was. If you just want to start there, moving forward, every year you get one of these things that feeds into the conspiracy that the NFL is one step closer to the WWE. Now, I'm not ready to sit up here and say that it is. I believe wholeheartedly that it's not. However, you keep adding fuel to that fire when things like yesterday happen. All right, and one more thing here on that note. Note to the NFL. Ron Tolbert, who was the lead official in yesterday's game. This is the... Chiefs Bengals. Yes, okay. sorry. Thank you very much. Chiefs Bengals lead uh, referee, lead umpire, the guy in the white hat, uh, which there's only one of those. 
He is Ron Tolbert. Ron Tolbert is a longtime NFL official. You've been watching football. You have seen this man making calls before. I've just looked it up. He's been making calls in the NFL since 2014 as the lead official here. He was a side judge before that. In his private life, he is a Harvard-educated attorney for construction law firms. He does construction litigation uh, in his private life. Okay. He actually even was the lead official in the Super Bowl last year, which I'm sure the Bengals fans have now targeted this uh, individual on their hate list. Note to the NFL, if Mr. Tolbert is going to officiate any more high-profile playoff games, get this man a louder microphone. (laughs) He is a very, looks like he's a very nice guy, but he is not the most outspoken individual. So when he needed to stop play at a crucial point in yesterday's game, nobody was looking at him. He couldn't get anyone's attention. He didn't blow a whistle. He didn't have an air horn. He couldn't do anything but let not just one but two plays play out where he was trying to stop play and could not because they could not hear him. Maybe Kansas City, Missouri in the AFC Championship game is not the right setting. (laughs) <laughs> for Mr. Tolbert or someone who is soft-spoken. It's kind of a loud place. It's a little bit loud. So you kind of need somebody that can get somebody's attention in an environment like that because you have something important to say. There was a false start on Cincinnati. False start, Darren, on the offense is a dead ball foul. That means there is no play. <laughs> but the play happened anyway. Why did the play happen? He couldn't stop the Okay, so that feeds into it. Now, they showed the replay yesterday, Darren. We'll go to break. I know we got to go to break. But they showed the play. He was trying to stop this this play that everybody was talking about. He was trying to stop it. He couldn't get anybody's attention. Okay, he needs to be able to throw something, have a flare, something to be able to stop playing. He cannot. That is something that needs to be dealt with. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that I, I have a thought on. These officials, these refs on the other side. And I want you to weigh in on because people who have listened to me over the years, they've heard this before, but I want to get your raw reaction to what I say. Okay. We'll also take, uh, we're we're wide open this hour. We want to hear from you. We want your reaction. There's a lot to react to, a lot. It was a big sports weekend 615 844 5600. 844-5600 is our number. Plus, I need to give out a little birthday shout-out to someone listening to the show as well. That's all on the other side as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long 
long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine. It's real. It's fun. It's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Hey gosh, we're having a little fun in here shooting hoops. Adam walked in and said, what'd you think of the Bravo? Like, cool. Cool, man. Yeah, that's the first time we've heard that. That was nice. Well, it's because I just made it. Worked hard on that. Then you were so excited, you shot a piece of trash across the room here at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. And you were worried because I was going I to swat. I, I saw you. Swat your stuff. I saw your body language. But I didn't swat, and you, you missed badly. I did miss badly. I rushed I rushed the shot. So I was in your head a little I bit. I rushed the shot. Was yeah. I in your head a little bit? A, a touch. But, you know, I forgot about the foam here. So the <laughs> Alex, foam on the wall. Did you try to bank it? Yeah, I was. Oh, well, you tried to bank well, off the foam. I have a method, but, you know, okay. it, the, the foam messed me up, so it, okay. it doesn't matter. 
Oh, you'll learn not to bank off the foam. Yeah, the because you don't know how it's gonna bank. No, no, it's it's a you know, it's like playing arena ball all of a sudden. Like, oh, you can't do that. There's a net. What net? It's like trying to control (laughs) the Super Bowl, right? You throw it against the wall, and you think you can control where it's gonna go: left, right, high, low. No, good luck. Super Bowl. Go do what's gonna do. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. We've got loaded lines. Mm -hmm. Real quick, Johnny. Has tweeted at us. He's listening in Vancouver, British Columbia. The hey, Canadians. Johnny. Absolutely. Thank you for listening as always. He said, DMAC, remember when you wished me a happy 35th birthday at the other station? Yes, Johnny, I do remember that. He said, I can't believe it, but I'm in my second year of the 40s today. Glad to listen to you guys on my day. One happy freaking birthday, Johnny. Now, here's my question. Without question. Yes. Because... I did study in the state of Kentucky, and my Kentucky mm-hmm. math at times is not great. Mm-hmm. Is Johnny telling us he's 42 or he's 41? So Johnny I'm says in my second year of the 40s today. He didn't come out and tell us his age. Is that 41 or 42? Well, the key question to all of this that we do not know is where was Johnny educated? Well, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> because maybe Johnny is not quite framing it. Maybe, maybe not. Is this how they do it in Canada? I don't know. Because like, they measure hey, they measure happy second year of your forties birthday. They measure it differently because you know they right. use meters. Up that's there. what I'm getting at. You know, and we don't. So. so this is the Canadian way of saying I'm, I'm the, happy you know, fill in the blank number birthday. Yeah, you know, they use quartz and stuff. And we don't <laughs> you know we don't use that. We don't know what that is. I I don't know what John. Jo- this is pints a, instead of ounces. This is a Canadian thing. We don't have the. I don't know what the what the right you know, what the right transition jo- is. Johnny the, has responded. Okay, trans. You know, he said, "I apologize for equation, my wording. Yeah. I turned yeah, forty one today. There you, there go. you go. Okay, there you go. You can't 41. be Johnny. You have to dumb it up for us, man. You yeah. have to dumb it down. Okay. The Canadian education up there. You have to dumb it down for the McFarland show. Okay. Happy 41st birthday. Thank you. Yes, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Okay. Let's find out what people want to talk about. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Let's start things off with, let's see, who was in there first? Doug. Get us going, Doug. Welcome in. Rut row. Doug, you there? Rut row. Let's put him on hold. All right. Let's put him on hold. Let's try Eric. Let's see if Eric, maybe it's our phones. Eric? Hey, guys. How okay. y'all doing today? We're good, Eric. Hey, guys. Hey guys first of all, Darren, you're probably going to be surprised here from me, but I'm actually pulling for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl because of A.J. Brown and Brett Kern. I want them to get that ring. Ooh. I, what's going to be interesting, of course, next week when Radio Row comes and the media, local media from Nashville's down there, I know they're going to want to interview Brett Kern and A.J. Brown. Is will A.J. Brown be trolling Titans fans? I know he's going to get asked that question again about with the uh, Eagles, but hey, he won today, I, and you know, more power to him. I'm, I'm happy for him. So but, you're but rooting the, for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Brett Kern, both because they're former Titans. I want him to win. I yeah, know a lot Brett of people not, a, but I am. He's a he's I, a likable. I mean, I don't think yeah, anybody had yeah. any problems with Brett Kern, but AJ yeah. Brown, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. And, and here's but here's what's real bad there. I'll tell you about this. 
It has got to be eating Jerry Jones alive. The Philadelphia Eagles have a shot to win their second Super Bowl within five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. There is that. Oh, by the way, the giant. Let's see. Let's. I'm sorry. You brought it up, yeah. Eric. You brought this yeah. up. Okay, I did yeah. not go yeah. there. But the Giants yeah. have won two Super Bowls since yeah. uh, that is correct. Cowboys last. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The yeah. Washington Eagles? team. They have nah, not. Nah, yeah. They have not. Washington. Nah. Yeah, yeah. No. And the Eagles have won two and been to three. Yeah, they've been to three. Well, they haven't won no, no, two. No, no, they haven't won two. Did you just say? Yeah, yeah, did you, did you just call it? Were, Are you no, no, calling said, it? Well, uh, I, I guess I. Yeah, I think <laughs> you are. I, I think I'm trying to wish it. I'm hoping this. Is okay. This. I'm hoping it's a great game, but guys, it would not surprise me if this is a super dud. This a blowout, but we'll see. But guys, I know that if, even though I won't say publicly, the media wanted this Super Bowl because it's Andy Reid going up against his former team as well as the Kelsey brothers against each other. I think you would have gotten the storyline, whatever it went, but I think that was the main thing. But here's my thing. I'm not saying that either team deserved to be there. Four times them great. But it's sad that we're talking about officiating in both games of some wacky stuff that went on. Also, the Brett Kern ball hit the wire. Also, the fact that I'm surprised, definitely surprised that San Francisco didn't challenge because you knew they weren't going to show the video trial. But I would think New York would have buzzed that, but then to come out later and say it shouldn't, that pass shouldn't have happened. Here's the frustrating thing about it, guys. They never showed the replay until yeah, after yeah, the break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, guys. To me, that changed the whole trajectory of the game. And here's why I say that, guys. The Eagles, of course, scored a touchdown a couple plays later. It fired up the crowd, fired up the fans. It sure fired up the defense. But then Brock Perry, the next series, gets hurt and fumbles the ball. Suppose, of course, that uh, play is called where the fourth down and they have to turn the ball over there. That definitely takes the crowd out of the game. It deflates the crowd a little bit. Maybe Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. I don't know. But I'm just talking about the series of events because that one play changed the whole trajectory of the game. And give credit to the 49ers. They still play great defensively. Uh, they didn't. They they played pretty good, but it's just the way it is, the way it went. They were able to run the ball. The Eagles were, but you got to give them credit. But guys, to the uh, other game, most of the things happened to the Bengals. Definitely some penalties as well as the trash talking they did and one of the dumb comments made by the mayor uh, yes, that he made, which goodness. I'm sure he regrets now. But, uh, Too the, late. Uh, but, the couple, but the couple of frustrating things was that whole play where they punted the ball, had to do the whole thing over, put 10 seconds back on the clock. It was just – and Tony Romo, it was just hilarious. He was saying, it's fourth down. No, it's third down. They were playing third down. It's just – that whole thing was comical. But here's the one thing I will agree that I think the Bengals had a beef on, and I don't think this can talk talked about. If you remember – the rough and the punter call, Zach Taylor was furious, not because of the fact he was claiming, of course, that the Kansas City player had pushed or blocked the guy into the punter, and some were saying the flag shouldn't have been thrown or should have been run into the kicker, not roughing the kicker. And that was his big beef, the fact that he was complaining that the Kansas City player was engaged in blocking the guy or pushing the guy into the punter. Yep. And yep. I think he had a legitimate argument I, on I that. Don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. So those were just my comments, guys. I'm hoping for a great Super Bowl, but we'll see what happens. Guys, y'all take care and we'll talk to you. Thank you, soon. Eric. I, I would be Thank stunned you, if it's a blowout Super Bowl. I'd be stunned. I don't know how I know either Super one of these teams right. get blown out. I just don't see that. I just don't think they're either one is equipped to blow out the other one. They're t- no. they're just too good. Unless there's major injuries somewhere yeah, like we've seen course. last time. Please, you know, like, you know, the, the Chiefs in Tampa, you know, once that offensive line got hurt for yeah. Kansas City, they just couldn't get a solution after that so um but barring major injuries on either side i i think we'll have a competitive game 
Yeah, I, I just I don't see that. And as for that, pl- let me just say this real quick before we get back to the phones. I do not. I I it drives me crazy. And there's a lot of you know media members that I knew they were going to do this, and they get onto social media, and it's like, ah, my gosh, how could you? How could you not challenge it? Look, folks, you think you got all the answers sitting on your couch? You're lazy boy. You you think we can go back and see oh, the, the review catch? review yeah. after the break? Well, yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. All of us could challenge that. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah. How about giving Philadelphia credit? They never showed the replay. You know they didn't show it in Philadelphia. No. And how about them running up to the football and snapping it and giving them no chance? Yeah. Because if you unless you saw that play with your naked eye and said, I think he dropped it, which yep. said no one. Yeah. Which said no one. No one with a voice, anyway. No one. Yeah. Okay. All you out there tweeting, how could they not? You didn't see him drop it. No. You didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. You're not telling the truth. You didn't see it with the naked eye. No. How easy is it, Justin, to sit there on our couch when they come back from the break with the replay and go, what were you thinking, uh, Kyle su- Shanahan? The super slow motion. You idiot. Oh, boy, that's really e- – how hard is that to do? Yeah. Not hard at all, man. Yeah. Come on. Be better than that. Just be better than that. <laughs> be better. Okay. But I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would okay, crack you. Yeah, I knew that would crack yeah, you. Be, be best, okay? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's right. Oh, that's right. I need to know who I'm talking to. That's right. That is funny, isn't it? Yeah. Who I'm – Ooh, yeah, I'm throwing that yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the <laughs> Let's please go back to the phone line. 615-844-5600. We have, folks, we have not even talked about that subject, but we both know what's yes, going on. we're not going now. I'm not doing that here. No, no. No, so no. let's come on. <laughs> let's go to Doug. It says on the screen he's here this time. Doug, what's up? Hey, guys. I, I know you're talking about, you know, people need to tell the truth, but you know the quote in the movie, we can't handle the truth. Mm, I know. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who can't. this is something I want to know the truth about this subject. All right. We all want to go ahead and just give Joseph Asai MVP for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> go ahead and give it to him because he's the reason they won. He set up the 15-yard better field goal. He saw his emotions. Yeah. But this is what I wonder, you know, in your opinion, how do you address it? You heard one player just completely just – you know, I'm basting him about what did you do, you dingbat, you whatever you want to call him. Is that good healing as a teammate that you get that out of the system? Should you hold it? Should the player say, hey, I, I'm sorry later on? Or should somebody just say, you know, let everybody get what you want to say out of your system and let's move on? Because completely he made a stupid decision. He cost them 15 yards and he beefed up a short kicker's field goal. So what, how do you handle that as a player? Do you go all off season and say, I'm not going to say anything about it, but I'm pretty pissed? How do you handle it? I think it's a really good question, Doug, and I think we've all – Because I want to say something. I, I oh, want okay, everybody so that's, to see that's right now. Wanted, okay, I'm, good. That's where I wanted to – so let's go around the room and say how each individual would handle it. Okay, so you're just being upfront and honest and saying, look, I'd say something. So what would you say to him? Are you talking to Doug? Yeah, I'm talking to Doug. Dude, in this offseason, I want you to think about what you just did for the players that may not be here next year 
and think about the chance that I may not ever get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You may not get a chance to go to, to the Super Bowl simply because for 15 seconds you are not a professional. I want you to think about that, and maybe it'll make you a better person, a better player, just to take a deep breath because you are cleanly way out of bounds in more ways than one. Okay. Justin, how are you handling it? Teammate Justin. Uh, it depends for me. It's okay. Dep- it's all right. It's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> Is that you, Justin? It's it's well, not exactly. It 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 depends. It depends on the the posture of 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 the teammate in that situation. If he's already beating himself well, up, he was crying. <laughs> listen, if he's already beating himself up, do I find the need to go over there and pile on? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, if I'm upset, but, but I'm probably not going to say anything. For Justin, I'm sorry. Justin needs healing too. Well, everybody heals in a different way. Everybody's form of healing is not the same. So for me to go over there and tee off on the guy, um, that's not my form of healing. Now, if that's yours, then that's fine. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just saying that's yeah. not my form of healing. And also, I will say there's a difference, Doug, between doing that to him in a locker room setting with nothing but teammates around him and doing that in sidelines. front of a live microphone when the whole world is watching. Uh, there are th- Mike's always hot. Mike's no, always no, no, hot. no, no, sir. Not in a locker room setting. In a locker room setting before the cameras come before in, they open up the before doors. they open up the doors, Doug, a lot of things are said that we don't know to this very moment and day. So if you want to go off on him right then and there, that's one thing. But if you want to get on a microphone – and start talking about this uh, individual, uh, to me, that's that's a little out of bounds for me. And you're talking about him not being a professional. To me, doing it in a public way is not being professional. It's funny how you say it's a little out of bounds. He was way out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. He was. Uh, i probably just go, you bleepity bleep. No, I wouldn't. I, it's tough, Doug, because honestly, yeah. I feel like you. I do. But I also know that beating him up on the sidelines more because he's beating up himself and he's over there crying, you know, I, I don't know. I probably end up regretting it, going, I probably shouldn't have done it. And so if I end up regretting it, what's the point in doing it? But my initial reaction is to be you, man. I, look, you just cost us the Super Bowl. We worked this whole season to get to this point. You just cost us the Super Bowl. But well, what makes him better? Sometimes we need chastisement to make us better. Well, it depends on the person. Some re- I know mm-hmm. this from coaching. Mm-hmm. Some kids you can ride, yes. some kids you can't. Yes. Some kids can take yes. it, some can't. I agree. And people are, you I know, agree. adults are the same way, as we know. Doug, thank you for the call, as always. Thanks, sir. Really good question. It is. Really good. It is a good question because it's, a, it's glad, something a lot of people are thinking about. I'm glad he held on. Yeah. Because I don't know what happened the first go-around, but I'm glad he held on. All right, we've got loaded lines. We'll come back. More phone calls, 615 615- 844-5600. Hang with us. We'll come back to more phone calls next here on The McFarland Show. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie. 
owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. Attention, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Exclusive National Sports Radio, WNSR, Sky Scan Forecast. Today is going to be mostly cloudy with isolated showers, a high 52 early, then temperatures fall back into the mid 40s by nightfall. Cloudy tonight, some showers this evening, some freezing rain possible overnight. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Renault. Sports Radio, WNSR. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. No disrespect. Jim Rome's a Hall of Famer in this business. He is. Made a lot of money. Without question. I don't give a damn whether he takes sick days or not. Or his vacation. Okay, well. well, But anyway, moving along. Jeez. 615-844. Doug's got us all fired up. Apparently. He's got you all fired up. He's taking shots at the great one, at Jim Rome. I (laughs) No, I thought when you said something nice about him at the beginning, you could say whatever you want. That's not the way that works. No, no. no. But that's what I did. I said a complimented him and then then you can say whatever right it's like kind of like bless bless their heart right bless his heart and then you can say whatever no no oh 
Yes, okay. I thought I got a memo that said that. No? No. Okay. Read it again. (laughs) 615-844-5600. Let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Well, I'm going to throw three or four things at you uh, from this weekend. Number one, I don't know if you watched it, the NFL Player Association uh, College Bowl game, Jeff Fisher, Coaching against Eddie George and uh, I missed had, that man. I missed it, Tony. We had a uh, Keith Bullock coaching the linebackers with him, but uh, uh, it was a hell of a game. Ended up being a last play field goal, and Fisher uh, beat. Uh, he was coaching the American team, and they beat the national team, which Eddie George. Jeff was, Fisher uh, beat so. Eddie George with a last second field he goal. Did. How, how appropriate wow. is that? That sounds scripted. Yeah, oh, that's what I said. I said, this is a typical Jeff Fisher game. Mm. Come down to a field goal, you know. And uh, guys on this team, on Fisher's team, they had a quarterback. We've all talked about the portal and how long players can play. The quarterback was from, uh, how you said, Incarnate Word, an FCS school. Yes. Lindsey Scott Jr., who started his career at LSU in 2016, Mercy. he was in, he played, he had just completed his seventh year of college football. Mm-hmm. Seven years. Yep. That yep. is 25% of a tenure in the workforce. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable. His seventh year in college football. And uh, I thought, you know, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Guy was 20, I think 25, fixing to be 26 years old or something. Well, and, with NIL and, now, Tony, you know, these kids are not rushing off, especially if the ones who oh, you know they're tweeners, uh, they're probably not going to make it. They're like, if I can make stuff here, mm-hmm. I'm not in any hurry to get to the real world. Yep. I'll just stay and, in school. And, right, and and they can get the experience. Instead of sitting on the bench somewhere on the NFL, they can play, be playing a starter at some school, and that's what's happening. Uh, now, moving on, talking a little pro football here. Uh, everybody talks about the Mahomes. He's a Houdini. We all see it. He can improvise better than any quarterback we've seen in a long time, probably since John Elway. But, you know, guys, a lot of people are not talking about Jalen Hurts. That guy's a warrior. He's a beast. And he, what he's went through in his collegiate career now in his pro career and the way he can run the football and as tough as nails is don't count him short. Don't count him short because I, that guy's like I say, I just think he's a beast. I saw him get hit so many times the other day. In one one series, one set of drive down or, or drive down the field, he ran the ball five times. Five times. It was it was throwback to McNair days is what it looked like. And and the last thing I want to throw at you guys. The replay, a lot of times it's good, but a lot of times now, with and y'all touched on all this officiating, we don't know anymore what a, a true reception is. We don't know what a true uh, forward pass is. We don't know what real pass interference is anymore. One time the arm hooked around the back is interference. Next time it's not. One time if a guy comes over the top, it's okay. The next time it's not, targeting in college is just off the chart. I mean, the officiating and some of this replay crap, the 
the fan does not know, and y'all touched on it earlier, the fans do not know what is what the game's going to be called and how it's going to be called each game. And, and you'll get one set of referees within a conference calling a different set of passing appearance, receptions, than you will the other set of officials being in the same conference. And we know definitely one set of officials from one conference will definitely be different than a set of officials from another conference. So I wanted to throw those things out there. And, uh, you know, and as far as trying to tell that guy what he did, yeah, he, he screwed up. But guess what, guys? As in, and Darren, you know, it's just you do too. In baseball and football and any sports, there's always other plays, not just that play, that have been a part of the reason some teams win and some teams lose. You never blame losses on the referees. You never blame it on any one player. You lose together, you win together. Was it a bonehead play? Yes. Did it knock them out of the Super Bowl and a Kansas City? Yes. But do you come down hard on that guy? You do not. You, I mean, he knows what he did. Yep. Everybody yep. else knows. But you don't come down hard on it. It's already bad enough. You know, you win together, you lose together. Yep. way I feel about it. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Thanks Tony. See ya. Good stuff. Uh, let's go up to Portland. Adam is standing by. Adam, what's up? Hey, uh, so check it out, man. I'm <laughs> number one. I love that dude's call. He kind of lost me for a second, but when he got back to uh, uh, that, the very end there, uh, talking about don't don't bust that player's chops, I wasn't either, man. Like, did y'all see them? They kept the camera on that guy like five minutes, yeah, and I, I just felt they bad for him. I'm like, it, you know what it is? Like, I was I was the first guy last year with Tannehill who was like. This dude sucks. We got to get him out of here. Blah blah blah. And then he comes back and says, "Hey, I had to sit through therapy to get over this." And that's when I was like, "Oh damn!" Like it's all right. It's not that big of a deal. So, uh, but yeah, no. Like it's these are just dudes, man. It's work. I've screwed up like eight times there already. Like it's <laughs> it's work, man. Like it's it's work for them, and they're not going to be perfect. And I'm not perfect. And it kind of happens at what happens, but and this is what I called you guys for, man. This is why I dialed the phone a million times before I finally got through. So I was sitting there watching AJ Brown and his team go into the Super Bowl. I'm like, I wonder if we could call these idiots and they would be willing to give us AJ Brown back for a one and a three. Cause that's what we did. That's what we gave up for him. So that's obviously what he's worth. So, and then I start thinking, like, if I work my way through the whole NFL rosters and start going, is would anybody give me their first-round talent, their number one receiver for a one and a three? And I don't think anybody would, man. No. Like, no. I think it was the stupidest thing we've ever done. In the history of the Titans, that, that may be the worst move we've ever done. Well, And it, mm, it comes to head bad. Were y'all thinking that, or well, am I just – Adam, no, in fairness, I was not. I don't even mean to be, Darren. There's there's a lot of things that factored into it, but ultimately, yep. if we're being honest, to your point, look, it cost the GM his job. So I mean, it, it was yeah, it was part of the reason. Look, yeah. it, it was a big part of the reason. Like I know that there's other. We can all we don't need to go through. We all know the list, right? But sure. you know, AJ Brown did, and and look, it's no secret it happened right after that game, and everything that happened that week leading up to it, everything he did during the course of the game. And then the beatdown that Philadelphia gave him, it's no secret that Tuesday morning he was shown the door. 
I mean, it just played a big part in it. It just did. It cost the GM his job. Yeah. Hey, and I'm so petty, dude. I'm like, I don't want that dude to win a Super Bowl. And it's not even – like, I want Brett Kern to win one. And I, I think J-Rob probably deserves a freaking Super Bowl ring from Philly if they wow. get it. Like, that's wow. how big of a, that's wow. how big of a move it was for him, man. Like, it was, it was a great GM for them this year, but not for us, man. But – but uh, but AJ man, hey, he's a good dude. I really don't want him to get a ring without us. So. <laughs> did you just say John Robinson should get a yes, ring? He did. If yes, he did. Yes, he did. Absolutely, man. He was GM of the year for oh, them. Oh man, wow! Talking about kicking the man when he's down. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> Adam, okay. appreciate it, man. Oh, good job. Thanks, really Adam. Good call. We'll come back. Wrap up the first hour. Nate, we'll get to you from Columbia. More of the McFarland Show next. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell him, Clay? Oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. We'll head east. We'll bring in our man Vince Ferrara coming up to begin the second hour of the program. Big win for Tennessee. They they gave it to Texas on mm-hmm. Saturday. Big 12 SEC challenge. We'll get into all things. Real UT. With Vince. Wow. Look at you, man. We're, this is a feisty show. Mm-hmm. Listeners are feisty today. I like it. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Nate in Columbia. Nate, what's up? Hey, guys. A uh, couple quick things. First off, y'all were talking about the promo earlier. Darren got all feisty. The best promo that I heard uh, so far on this station was about the afternoon show where I think it was the producer. They were talking about the Mets, and one of the hosts said Metropolitans, and the producer said, oh, just like the ice cream. Yeah. You know, yeah. Neapolitan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, that was actually so far. that was actually that was Bruno, right, Devlin? Let it be known, I did not. I was make gonna say that, that was not Devlin. That's why I'm not Devlin. I'm correcting. That was not Devlin. <laughs> Devlin that said, said that. Let it be yeah, known. Hold on, let me turn on my microphone. <laughs> that was not let it be known. <laughs> it is a funny. Pro- it, to your point, though, it is a funny promo. Let it be known. Uh, so, I, the NFL officiating has gotten so bad. I don't know if y'all saw the tweet that I sent y'all on Saturday. I was watching the Alabama-Oklahoma basketball game, and there was one single play where there were, I think, two technical fouls, a common foul, and then there was something else. I can't remember what it was. Those officials can get that right, but the NFL can't get a catch right. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. what you were talking about, and I didn't see that game. And after seeing the final score and the highlights, I didn't miss anything. So uh, so I didn't see what you were talking about, unfortunately. And, and quickly, quickly, during that NFL – or during the uh, weird play where they started the clock twice, yep. yeah. I was seriously um, uh, questioning whether I'm going to bet on the NFL next year. Okay. Yeah, no, it's I, I get a lot it, of people man. in that same boat. Yeah, I get it. Nate, thanks for the call as always. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good afternoon. All right, you too. Fast moving first hour. We'll come back. Head to Knoxville. We'll do the next. Tyree Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, says after watching the video of his son's arrest, he got the sense that the officers involved knew how the encounter would end before they approached Tyree's car. It was like they were on a mission that they had already determined the outcome of what they wanted to do. A sixth officer involved in the arrest has been relieved of duty. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu welcomed Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to Israel. This alliance is something that President Biden is committed to. I've known him for 40 years. He's a true friend of Israel, a true champion of this alliance, as are you. Blinken will meet tomorrow with Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas. 
President Biden's in Baltimore to kick off a major rail tunnel construction project, which will be funded by the bipartisan infrastructure bill. At least 59 people are dead after a suicide bomber struck a crowded mosque in Pakistan. This is ABC News. Never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPi.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. McFarland Show, Darren and Justin Rowland right along here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio on this Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Let's head east. Let's go to Knoxville. Let's bring in our man Vince Ferrara, 99.1, the sports animal. He now joins us. Vinny, how you doing? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, packed and loud. Thompson Bowen Arena. Got uh, some craziness in the NFL yesterday. So, yeah, it was all good. Hope you guys had a great weekend, too. Yeah, set up the atmosphere war- for us on, on television it looked and sounded great. Yeah, and from our view, from where the press is, we're behind uh, the basket off to the side a little bit, and they've moved part of the students to the section right next to us. So we we get an even louder throat of what's going on in that in that building. So they're not standing, uh, they're not sitting. They don't. Have, they took the seats out for the students in games they're standing the whole time everybody's got signs and everybody's standing the whole time so they're a lot more into it than they used to be now that the students are back uh it was packed several games moving forward are sold out they were chanting uh unfortunate things to texas uh some they should and some they shouldn't but um they were loud and they were into it and Josh Heupel came out there at one point during a timeout with the 2023 newcomers and signees, and I had a monster 
reaction. Uh, Tony Vitello on the video board got a huge reaction. So uh, every, everybody was ready to go. Wow. Now you've piqued my curiosity. What were they saying inappropriately? I really want to. I want to know. This FCC Texas? violations. Texas. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to. I do want to know. I, you've. What a tease, Vince. What a tease. You should get into radio. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but but I'll say I'll say this real quick. Uros Plavčić of the Vols. He shut it down the well, first time that 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 was happening. Really? He kind of gave a finger nod and was like, no, 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 we don't do it that way here. He so, didn't. Dikembe Mutombo? No, no, no. Yeah, basically. Yeah, let, let's not let's not do that. You're better than that. And I, I think they got they got the message. So They really were the better team. They deserved to win the game. They were in control against a very good Texas team. Were you surprised by that? I was not. You know, Texas's coach, who was a longtime assistant under Rick Barnes, knows him really well, done an unbelievable job of holding things together considering what, what happened with the coaching change there. But I, I, he had said earlier in the week that, oh, you know, Oklahoma State in our conference plays pretty good defense. So that basically paraphrasing that it, it wouldn't be all that much different. Yeah, yeah, it is. Tennessee's the number one defense in the country in a lot of <laughs> metrics, and uh, even though Texas in the end got it, you know got a got to seventy, which most teams do not do, uh, a lot of that was being down double digits and just you know jacking up threes and stuff. So um, I was not surprised. I thought Tennessee would would win. I thought Texas was a little bit overrated, and Tennessee's been so good on their home floor. Uh, so I, I wasn't too surprised, especially now that Tennessee has that new starting lineup, which I think is their best way to go to get the most minutes with Ziegler and James in the starting five. And um, man, they're just—they relied on their starters a lot more in this game than they have in say, some other games. Do they even where, have any bench it, scoring <laughs> on Saturday? Uh, I think two points. Okay. It was like 41 to two, something like that. Wow. But yeah. But the game before, they only had one, I think one player in double digits and every, everybody else contributed uh, with, with points. It was just a, it was just a different kind of game. But man, when you have, when you have Olivia Kamwa scoring a career high 27 and Ziegler, a double, double of points and assists, that kid is on a crazy another level the way he's playing right yeah, now. Yeah, so it, everything's changed since that Kentucky game, which he had a dreadful mm-hmm. game, and he has been fantastic since then. I, I I love a response. I love when a kid doesn't have things go his way, in this case for an entire game, on national television, at home, and the response is what he's done since that Kentucky game. I love that because not everybody bounces back like that, but Ziegler has been—he's been lights out since that Kentucky game. Do you agree? He has actually. He started playing really well before that. That was obviously a tougher game. He still had some stats from it, but he his double double on Saturday was his third double double in the last eight games. Those are all of them in his career last year and this year. In those eight games, going back to the second game of conference play. He has 65 assists. That's 8.1 per game. On the college level, that's pretty insane. In his last four games, the response to Kentucky, to your point, Darren, 69 points. That's 17.3 per. And what's wild about him is he does so much more beyond the stats. He is one of their best defenders, and 
now, and he's an energy guy, obviously, uh, run the floor, handle the ball. I mean, he is playing a complete basketball right now. And, um, yeah, his response and the team's response to that Kentucky game, which honestly is not that surprising. They seem to always bounce back from losses. Uh, They've been impressive in in every way, shape, and fashion ever since then. Olivier Kamwa, where where, where did that come from? I mean, he was obviously – a huge factor in that win it's a it's a great question a fair question and rick barnes says it came from practice he said he had his best practices going into that game in fact i guess the last one it was his best and he was really proud that he carried over the way he practiced into the game he had a monster game earlier in conference play of the two-game stretch where he didn't miss a shot from the floor but then he kind of went a little bit quiet again. That Olivier Kamwa is a game changer for them in terms of them having postseason success and being a national championship contender because he's the only one that has inside and outside scoring versatility for them where he can get a, a shot in the basket, uh, uh, around the basket, but then also draw a big outside so now that is a conflict for defenses you know Uroš Plavčić has had some success kind of backing guys down and having some put back buckets but Kamwa has a complete offensive game that makes them so much more difficult to defend oh by the way they don't have to jack up 30 35 threes when they can play inside out and score inside and have a response like Kentucky. What did Kentucky do? Talked about what Calipari did to Tennessee in the postgame. He said, we're not giving up the three ball to Tennessee. So they were giving up the twos to Uroš, but Tennessee was missing a bunch of bunnies. They couldn't make Kentucky pay for defending beyond the three-point line. Well, Texas and other teams were too. Tennessee had an answer. Now you start backing off your three-point shooters. Now you have more open, clean threes, and you start making them because things are going well. That's the response to what Kentucky did that Tennessee didn't have the answers to in that game. But if they have that inside-out game, now you have the answers to that. And they already have lineup versatility. Now you have execution versatility with how you play. It really changes them. Vince, I wanted to ask you very quickly, uh, as the uh, Super Bowl is now set, the journey for one Trey Smith uh, coming over there from Rocky Top uh, all the way now to where he played, and I just looked it up, 90% of the snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs this year, 100% of the snaps against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. What a journey for this young man to come from Rocky Top, ended up being a late-round pick, but now in position here to uh, get himself a, a ring here. Yeah, and Justin, I'll take you a little bit farther back in that journey. Okay. Number one overall overall player in the recruiting rankings by ESPN. And Tennessee was able to get him on campus as an in-state player, which was very big at the time. Then he had, some, he had the blood clots at Tennessee that he had to deal with that kept him off the field some uh, and then he was able to come back from that, and then there was answer some questions, but there was still and be productive, but there were still some questions about him in the NFL and how the NFL would would deal with that. Well, medically, he's gotten past those with the blood clots, and they clearly are able to manage it. He can practice, and the, he wasn't a, 
a first or second round pick like many thought ended up going in the sixth round of the Chiefs and every so many people said he was a steal and he's played like he's been a steal of that draft and from day one he's been the starter at right guard and fortunately people are pointing to oh look at 65 hold on this play where Mahomes had the scramble well uh, I mean, how, how many holding calls do we have on every play in the National <laughs> Football League, many of which don't get called? I don't want him to be judged by that because Steve, I talked to Steve Watch from the NFL Network. He told me, hey, this guy is going to be huge in this game. Cincinnati stunts a lot. DJ Reader is going to be a beast up, up the middle. Uh, he did a good job in keeping Mahomes mostly clean in that game. And, uh, yeah, he's got he's the one active VFL that's got a chance for a Super Bowl. Derek Barnett is on IR for the Eagles, so he could technically get a ring also. But, um, yeah, it's been quite the journey, and he has delivered in the NFL like he did at Tennessee. Yeah, in a big way. And on the opposite end of that coin, one of the uh, lasting images from yesterday's uh, 49ers-Eagles game is a shot of uh, Juwan Jennings sitting on the bench looking absolutely dejected. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was key in their one touchdown and, and Christian McCaffrey getting in and kind of getting guys off of him and holding him up so he could get in the end zone. And he's always looking to block down the field. He said afterwards uh, he took some blame on one of the hits on their QBs for a missed block. Uh, but he was also emotional in the post game. Uh, in interviews and in how special the season was for him, so uh, he should be a a, a guy that gets a, a another contract with the 49ers and and stays there. He fits their culture in a lot of ways, and uh, yeah, it's a tough way for a season to end. But man, when you step back and reflect on it, that's another guy that went from basically being kicked off of Tennessee or you know indefinitely suspended, work his way back, bust his butt, produce and then not get looked at by the NFL like he could have with his talent and now finding a really good role in the NFL. So it's it's crazy some of these Tennessee stories for sure. It's not his fault. He didn't have a quarterback. It's, it's not it's not yeah. his fault. I mean honestly. Anything well, we need to know about Wednesday, the first day of February? Anything newsworthy uh from your market or do you think it's going to be completely non-eventful? <laughs> I think there'll be more attention on the Tennessee Florida basketball game. Wow. Okay. Well, that answers that. <laughs> well, look, they they may add they they may add you know somebody in there or do official signing. I was wondering about the uh, the other four transfers that hadn't been announced. They went ahead and announced those like after I talked to you guys last week. So I mean there could be somebody, but nothing nothing big. Their their class is pretty much pretty much done so I, I i wouldn't expect much news at all i hate to be mean but national signing day which used to be this one on wednesday which was the day that actually this is what everybody talked about has become just kind of a you know it's become blockbuster video well not really because blockbuster doesn't exist no. newspapers it's just dying a very very <laughs> slow death and i hate to shun the newspaper business i've got great people working there but it's it's just dying a slow death. Here's the difference is that that National Signing Day has Greg Sankey to potentially resuscitate it again, while those media outlets did not. Because Greg Sankey has been open in saying, we, we're putting too much on these coaches in December. We need to push this, signing, this early signing date back. And maybe it's the first Wednesday of February. Maybe it's the last Wednesday of January. 
it's going to get pushed back because Greg Sankey is talking about okay, it. Fair and enough. He doesn't talk about things that he hasn't already yep. had <laughs> movement on. You're a hundred percent correct true. on that. <laughs> he just isn't floating something out there just because. Right. Yeah. He's floating yeah, out there the because he knows. That's right. He knows something. Yeah. Vinny, always appreciate it. Have a great week. Next week, we'll get your Super Bowl prediction. Thank you, sir. We talk to you next week. But have a great week, and uh, we'll talk next week. All right, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right, that is Vince Ferrara, 99.1. The Sports Animal does an amazing job there in Knoxville. We'll take a break. Come back. Your phone call is 615-844-5600. We'll wide open the rest of the show. We want to hear from you as you listen to The McFarland Show on WNSR. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. Smoked a turkey. Smoked it about nine hours. You know the little red button? 
I've never liked that, first of all, and I don't trust it. The internal temperature is what you should trust, not the stupid red button. That red button never popped out either, and I was, I was starting to get worried because my wife likes the red button. I don't. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. on the McFarland show on this Monday afternoon. Hope everybody had a great weekend. The week is starting off right. Got a little bit of time to talk to you. 615-844-5600. We're live the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We are also visually live every day too. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can watch our show. Mm-hmm. We're cleaned up today. Looking pretty good, I can be honest. Yeah, absolutely, man. Carlin Come Show on, looking man. pretty good absolutely. today on this Monday. But we can get into whatever you want to get into. J.J. Watt has tweeted out mm-hmm. a picture of him in his Texans uniform. Yes. Alongside another teammate of his with the Texans, D'Amico Ryans. Now. If J.J. Watt, with the platform, let me see what he's got follower-wise. Big millions. Uh, 5.6 million followers. Yeah, it's popular. (laughs) 5.6 million followers, Mm -hmm. including Mike Vrabel follows him. Why not? Tweets out a picture of him and D'Amico Ryans. That tells me. D'Amico Ryans is going to be the next coach of the Texans. That's what it tells me. That would make sense. That would make sense. That's what it tells me. Mm-hmm. It would make sense. Uh, after all, the former player there, um, you know, and has been uh, a standout uh, defensive coordinator for the last number of years. Uh, very successful. Young. Energetic. Uh, you know, it, you know what he reminds me of? He's like the NFL Marcus Freeman. Um, it's that same kind of, kind of young and cool spirit, you know, about him. Um, so that's that's not surprising that so many franchise, uh, so many uh, franchise would absolutely want him. That's not surprising at all, uh, especially in this day and age for offense. The fact that he's desirable from a defensive coordinator position, you know, if, and, and the rest of it hasn't shaken out yet. But he might be the only defensive coordinator hired this cycle. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, Carolina's already hired Frank Wright, who was an offensive guy. Yep. Um, so we well, know there we'll weren't to, very many openings. There were five, in five openings. So you know, we'll we'll see what you know what what everybody else decides to do. Uh, Carolina, to my knowledge, is the only people that have actually hired somebody. Yeah, Indy's still open. Indy's still open. Houston's, Houston's open. still open. Arizona's still open. Right. Denver's still open. and Denver's still open. Yeah. So five is about. Average. It's it's not a high number. It's it's about right. D'Amico was drafted by the Texans. Yeah. In the second round. Yes. High second. I think he was the first pick in the second round. Yeah, thirties. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Thirty three. Yeah, thirty three. There you go. That's it. So I mean, it's essentially a first round pick. Yes. And he played the bulk of his career in Houston. Yes. Finished with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And he was a very good player. He was very and productive. Now he's turned into a very good. Defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and looks like he's well on his way to getting 
a shot at being a head coach at age 38. Okay. So good for him. I wouldn't do it down there in Houston if I were him. But, you know, uh, you know, if he doesn't want to wait anymore, then if that's the only option he's got, then okay. I just question what the Houston Texans have been doing as a football organization over the last number of years. The last two coaching hires and firings have made, to, to me, I don't understand them. I, I do not understand them at all. Well, just to make you feel a little bit better, it's not only you that didn't understand what they're doing. I don't understand. I don't understand. I didn't understand the hiring to begin with, and then I don't understand the firing <laughs> right after they made the hiring. Like, what did you expect David Culley and Lovey Smith to do with that roster? Honestly, I thought they looked better than what I thought they were going to look like both years. Seriously. You, you I'm know not what? even You're kidding. You're absolutely correct, sir. You are absolutely correct. I thought they looked better. The fact they were able to win a few ball games, quite frankly. And be competitive and lose some games right there. Yeah, is, is, is pretty impressive. Including to the Titans in overtime. I mean. That team had no business taking the Titans to overtime. I don't know. I I don't know what they're. I don't know what you were expecting to happen. Were you expecting a playoff run out of you know the Davis Mills and the Houston Texans? I mean, is that what we're doing? Uh, I, I, if you were, then put your drink down. I mean, and, and just, and turn your car off. I mean, you Brandon, should not be drinking. And Brandon driving. Cooks is all right, but he's not the. Is he still? Is he the number one down uh, there? Is it? I mean, it's, I mean. Brandon Cooks is. He's, I, he's I mean, okay. He's okay. There's nothing okay. wrong with Brandon Cooks. No, but. He, Look, you need a whole lot of Brandon Cooks yeah. to win games down you, there. Your they, offensive attack is Davis team. Mills and Brandon Cooks. And, you know. I, you had a premier quarterback. I get it. He did a bunch of stuff off listen, the field okay, allegedly. That's fine. Right? That's so, fine. But you had a well on his way future Hall of Fame quarterback, which who knows how it's going to be written now, yeah, right? We yeah, don't know. Who knows? J.J. Watt's going to be first ballot. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins has been the best. He's going to be first. Well, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if it's first because they're weird about first yeah, ballot. So, I don't there, there's know. A, J.J. will be first ballot. There's a log jam at receiver. Yes. Um, so, and they don't, yeah, and yeah. so you don't tip it. Yeah. But he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, DeAndre yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. So, you've gutted. You've had all these great players that you've you've gutted that roster. What did you think was going to happen? I don't know. I don't know what they – so, you fired David Culley after you hired him. You didn't even give him a chance to fix it, whatever was going on, because it wasn't like you were great when he walked in the door. So you didn't give him a chance to figure it out, to draft somebody to do the thing. All right, so maybe he just didn't like David Culley. Maybe he was just bad for the culture. He didn't fit. He wasn't what the guy you thought he was. All right, cool. So now you hire Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith was on his third franchise in the National Football League. Well-known, well-respected in many corners. You kind of knew what you were getting with Lovey Smith. I would hope so. To this point, if you don't know what you're getting with Lovey Smith, if you don't know what you're getting, with where have you been? I don't, I don't you know. The, yeah, where have you been? Who did you call? Okay, so you hired Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith comes in there and does the Lovey Smith thing, and he does Lovey Smith. That's what he does. And y'all were like, nah. So I, I don't. So so, as somebody who's looking for a job, and listen, we've all looked for jobs, and let me tell you something out there. If you're interviewing for a position and you and they ask you, because you always get to the part where they ask you, do you have any questions for us? One of the questions that you probably want to ask is what happened to the last person who had this job before me? <laughs> what happened to them? 
Why didn't it work out? What, what, you know, did they move on? Did they get promoted? Did you have to let them go? What, that, that's a perfectly reasonable question to ask. And if the answer that you get back is not satisfactory, then that is a red flag, I would think, for the organization. The Houston Texans have gone one and done with their last two head coaches after giving them absolutely nothing to work with. So if I'm D'Amico Ryans, and I've got all this promise that I've worked so hard for, because let me tell you something, you only get to be the young gun hotshot one time, okay? You get hired, then they form opinions about you. You, Adam Gaze, you get one shot, okay? Now, the second time they thought he can recycle him or whatever, but you only get to be the young hotshot guy one time. That's it. Then he had a press conference, and everybody went, oh, my gosh. You, listen, you only get one chance to do that. So if you want to burn that bridge on the, you know, on the, on the Houston Texans, then, uh, you know, listen. <laughs> well, look, I will say this, and you've heard me say this before on this show. For whatever reason, they don't have a problem recycling through coaches. They rarely recycle GMs. I don't understand why that is. That's but true. GMs, like you truly get, for the most part, you get one bite at that apple. Now, we'll see if John Robinson gets hired again. But not too often do you ever get hired again as a GM. Well, he's not going to get hired again this year. There was no. only two openings yeah, no. this year, and the one one of them was the one he just I got mean, let likely, go from, he, so. I'm just saying likely. They they just don't. I don't know. I don't. I would love to know why they don't recycle GMs. But you get like one bite at the apple, and then that's it. Coaches, they got no problems with it. Usually you get another bite at it. Yeah. Now, third you get time. You a playoff season, just you know, one playoff season. You're probably pushing your luck at three. Yeah. Some have gotten three, but, you know, you're pushing your luck. But they don't have a problem going back to that guy who used to be a head coach. Yeah. They like the experience. So, if whatever. it doesn't work out in Houston, it doesn't mean the book's closed on D'Amico Ryans. He's 38 well, years old. It, it depends on what it looks like. It depends on if it's three and thirteen, then then they then you may not get another shot at it. But what do you what do you think when jobs are open? Typically, there's a reason why they're open, right? I mean, wow, you're usually not walking into a golden, you know, opportunity. Apparently, the Houston Texans don't think so. They think that you're supposed to walk in day one, apparently, and make a Super Bowl run or something or whatever. I don't know what they're thinking about. I don't know yeah, what their criteria I don't, I don't for success is. Yeah, I, don't I have no clue. But apparently they weren't happy with the results they've gotten from the last two guys, which I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I don't know how D'Amico Ryans will be as a head coach. It seems like he's well, well on his way to being in the AFC South, coaching against the Titans here pretty soon. That's uh, a – that's a cryptic tech tweet. I get it, but look, there's a reason why JJ. You got 5.6 million, sure, tweet uh, followers. You don't just tweet out a picture with you and D'Amico Ryan. I'm just saying some situations when are better than others. When their season comes to an end, yeah, yeah, expect him to be named head coach here sure. in the next 24 to 48 hours. The point is, I I don't know how he's going to be as head coach. I will say this: he looks like he knows what the heck he's doing as a defensive coordinator. That's for sure. San Francisco was a well-oiled machine yes, on defense. They were. Yes, they were. I mean a well-oiled machine on defense. But San Francisco, the 49ers, are also a really good organization Yeah, overall. True. And you can't just, you know, and organizations, and I've learned this over time, 
organizations mean a lot in sports. Look, if you don't have a it strong means a thing, lot. If you don't have strong things at the top, it's going to be hard to succeed. It Listen, just is. Mike Tomlin is a heck of a coach. There's no question about it. But the reason they haven't had a losing season in 15 years isn't all just the magic of Mike Tomlin. That is a good organization. It's an organization that has their stuff. That ha- that you yeah. sh- that's not accidental. Yep. So some situations are better than others is, is all I'm saying. And I don't know about the – the 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 current way the Houston Texans are put together right now, I don't know if that's a safe, stable environment for almost anybody at this moment, unless you get a solid, strong commitment from somebody that you're going to be able to be there, even if it doesn't look pretty for the first little bit. Yeah. Kellen Moore, again, they put mutually, they mutually agree. Nobody mutually agrees. Like, give me a break. Like, you didn't get in a room and – Dallas, you know, whoever, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and whoever was in that room and they're looking at Kellen Moore and Kellen Moore looks at them and everybody's like, you know what, let's, wait, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about leaving. What are you there? Say, so, yeah, maybe it's time. Yeah, let's just mutually agree. Like, that's just not how it works. Uh, that's just a nice way of putting it. I don't, I don't care who pulled the trigger, who did what. Typically, if they're doing that, they're doing it out of respect and saying, Kellen, we mutually agreed. We didn't fire you, right? That's what Nick Saban does. Nick Saban typically does not fire his coaches or his coordinators. Yeah, they move on to better opportunities. They move on, wink, wink. Wink, wink. Yes. Okay. They move on to So he doesn't have to be the bad guy. And in this case, maybe Dallas didn't want to look like the bad guy, but it didn't take long for Kellen Moore. Like I said, I, when, we, when I saw this last week, I was like, wasn't he like the sexy name out there? He was. Coordinator name? Like somebody's going to hire Kellen Moore to be a head coach? Well, somebody had Apparently to take the ball not. for that mess down there in yeah, Dallas. I guess so. And somebody had to go. So he is now the new OC at, with the uh, L.A. Chargers. And you know what? That's a pretty good spot for an OC to land. Yeah. Like you got things to work with. Well, not only that. You move your way on to the coaching staff. If and when they get tired of Brandon Staley, yeah, you're already in the building to go. Hey, here's my resume right here. How you doing? Good to meet you. Uh, my name is Kellen Moore. I was a former NFL quarterback, Dallas Cowboys. I've been here in the building. I've seen what you've done, and I think I could do a little better. <laughs> it does feel like Brandon Staley's on borrowed time. It does. And if Quite I, honestly, know, the fact that he still Kellen has Moore. a job is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, right? You know, you bring in Kellen Moore, and good for Brandon Staley, all right? Because if I was Brandon Staley, I wouldn't bring in Kellen Moore. <laughs> well, yeah, but the problem I'd is, I'd be like, yeah, nah, you a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, Staley's yeah. a defensive guy, though. Yeah, he's also currently the head coach of a football team that hasn't. Uh, yeah. Done as well as people would like. Yes, that's my point, though. He's got to start winning more games, or he is going to get fired, I guess. I don't know. It, I mean, it, All know. I'm saying is I would find, you know, an offensive coordinator who's like 75 and bring him in. <laughs> Somebody who's not going to just, you know, look real good to ownership right away. Bring in the 75-year-old OC, he says. Yeah, wow. you know. Listen, you all got things you like to protect, right? You want to protect certain things, then you don't bring in threats to those things, you know, into your into your house. You know, it just just depends on who you are. <laughs> just saying. Okay.
Just saying. Well, they decided to skew a little bit younger, and they they hired. Kevin okay. Here so that, next year, talking about that brings up what are the Titans coach doing? More. What are they doing? What what what? Are, well, what they have an OC opening. What are they doing? The, the word is the latest reports are they're waiting on uh, the Kansas City Chiefs season to come to an end That's in two weeks, like. and then they're going to try to get either Matt Nagy or Eric Bieniemy. Is what it sounds like. Uh, the problem is there's quite a few other teams that are trying to do the same. So they're going to, you know, it's all about relationships at this point and seeing who does this person want to work with and work under as they try to open up the next chapter of their career. And, and that's a hard thing to, to know. Speaking of former players, because J.J. Watt is retired, so former mm-hmm. players putting something out on social media. Did you see what Brian Mitchell, does the name Brian Mitchell ring a bell? It does. Yeah. It was pretty good, right? His yes. playing days. Spent time with Eagles. Yes. He's with Washington. The now. running back, right? Oh, yeah. 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 He is in Washington with the Commanders. Okay. He put out on social media a picture of Eric Bieniemy yesterday. Okay. That's all. No, nothing said. Okay. Just a picture of Eric Bieniemy. Well. Now, this- again, I don't know if that's him suggesting. Yeah. Like Washington needs suggestions. I don't know if that's him suggesting Eric Bieniemy or if Brian Mitchell knows something that we don't know. Something that we don't something that we should not forget because we have a bad habit of thinking of the coaches sometimes as who they are now and not who they were. Eric Bieniemy was a NFL running back for the San Diego Chargers for quite a few years in the National Football League. Uh Brian Mitchell is a running back uh the head coach up there, Ron Rivera, was a linebacker for the Chicago Bears for several years. Mike Vrabel was a linebacker in this league. The players, those bonds run deep sometimes. The coaches and teammates and everything else runs incredibly deep. So I don't know how these people are interwoven and connected, but make no mistake, they all know each other. It's a small circle. And, you know, who knows what the connections are and how deep they are uh, between these different organizations sometimes. We do not know. There's a lot of backstory sometimes with these players who are now coaches. And we think, what does Ron Rivera have to do with Eric Bieniemy? Well, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? I mean, what, what they have been through that you don't know anything about. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. It does seem like, though, Eric Bieniemy. At least it feels like he's gonna he's gonna leave, right? Well, That's what it feels I like. I don't know. I don't know. Well, about that. I mean, I mean it. It but, it feels like the Titans. It feels like possibly the Commanders are waiting around for a guy well, for the, Eric Eric Bieniemy. Possibly Mac Nagy's also there. Yeah, I know Matt Nagy here, but I haven't heard anything. Yeah, but I haven't heard well, anything there. All all I'm saying is if Eric Bieniemy decides to stay or go may have something to do with what's whatever's going on with Matt Nagy, where whether or not he decides to stay or leave. I'm just thinking the two are connected in some way. Well, I would think it would be the opposite. Matt Nagy would stick around if he thought Eric Bieniemy was leaving. Well, I, Eric Bieniemy is ahead of Matt Nagy in the pecking order. So why would Matt Nagy yeah, leaving affect yeah, Eric Bieniemy? Well, there, see, again, there's this whole thing about whether or not what is Eric Bieniemy actually doing? 
Is he actually calling plays or is he just mimicking whatever Andy Reid tells him? Um, we see his mouth moving right before the play is going in, but is he just a, a liaison or is he actually making the call? Is what a lot of people are wondering, which is a big reason why he doesn't have a job now is because he's being punished for coaching with Patrick Mahomes and coaching Andy Reid, which is unfair for him, but I think that's that's a part of what's happening here. I don't I don't fully buy that. Okay. Because I think with all the interview opportunities he's had, if you blow people away, Matt LaFleur, the same stuff was out there about him. Like he was like the mm-hmm. OC in L.A. with the Rams. It's like, yeah, but you ain't calling the plays, dude. That's Sean McVay's offense. Who are you kidding? Mm-hmm. But he came in here, and he he clearly wowed John Robinson for John Robinson to go to Mike Vrabel. I don't know who you're planning on hiring at O.C., but this cat was – they came in and interviewed for your head coaching okay. job. Okay. You I'm should sorry. hire him as your O.C., and he spent one year here, and the next thing you know, he was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And if you ever spend any time around Matt LaFleur, and I did, he was easy. You could see it. I mean, he was a sharp cat. Like, you got it. Like, you start, you talk to him, you're like, okay, this this guy's sharp. To me, it's like, it, is Eric Bieniemy blowing people away? I, I would think if he was, he'd be hired. You've also heard reports that he doesn't get along with his players. That's mm-hmm. kind of a problem. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, we Listen, we've seen the shouting matches over the years between him and Patrick Mahomes over on the yeah. bench. Yeah. I mean, that's not a secret. We've seen it. You know, but should – and listen, what you're talking about is a real thing. People who are very talented, very experienced, not being able to go in and sell themselves. So is it a situation where Eric Bieniemy is just not able to sell himself or is it a situation where Eric Bieniemy is uh, being punished because people don't believe he's really the man with the magic? Um, or is it a combination of both? Uh, and, and that's hard to say. Because, you know, you or I don't own football teams. We've never interviewed him for a head coaching position or anyone else. So it's hard to say. I've never interviewed him, period, just so you know. Neither have I. But it's it's hard to say. Because you're right. People do have, do have to sell themselves. But to, to what extent does, okay, he's presenting poorly, but do you see all this stuff? Man. Um, you know, it, and if you think he can do the job and whether or not he can sell you in an interview and coaching the football team, maybe two different things. But, you know, I, I don't know. And plus, there's a lot of different options out there. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. More of the McFarland Show here on this Monday, WNSR. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. 
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I got a lot of takes about what the games we saw. Are they hot takes? You don't have to put an adjective in front of them to be cooler like Jared Hot Take. (laughs) Why didn't you fire Greg Ackerman? You know, when you ask questions like that, it's a look at me. I'm the one asking the question. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The St. Louis Cardinals, by the way, it's pretty close to spring training. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Did you see this? The St. Louis Cardinals have a new play-by-play man. No. Who's that? Uh, his last name's Carey. <laughs> Chip Carey? Oh, never heard of him. Oh, yeah. I, apparently, he's been he's been around baseball circles for a long mm. time, supposedly. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. It does um, sound for me. You say Skip Carey? No, I said Chip. You said Harry Carey. No, Chip with a C. Oh, oh. Chip with a C. Okay. Holy cow. You know, like if you're playing poker or if you have salsa, you uh. want some chips. <laughs> Chip Carey. <laughs> He's going to be the new play-by-play. Going to St. Louis, huh? Well, all right then. Do they? Ha- yeah, yeah. Yeah, they play, St. Louis. they play baseball up there. They do. They do. <laughs> They like it a lot, they, too. They tend to really like it. They, they like it That's a what I've lot. heard. Oh, wait a minute. I was just there last last year. Yeah. I We went to St. Louis to end last spring mm-hmm. to end our, our baseball season. Yeah. And we played in a World Series tournament there. And we got to go to a Cardinals-Marlins game. Okay. Jacob Stallings was the catcher that night. Mm. 
for the Marlins. Mm. Kevin Stallings' son. Yes. Gold Glover. Nice. Yeah. The guy pitching happened to win the Cy Young. He would go on to win the Cy Young. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, by the way, he won the game for the mm. Marlins. He went complete game, which is rare. Which right? is rare. Oh, In today's game. Are you kidding? That is very I'm not rare. even sure that's allowed. How did that happen? <laughs> he pitched a complete game. They didn't call. They didn't stop no, the game and I say, kept waiting hey, for them to take him that's out. That's the same guy who was pitching in the fourth. This is the guy who started the game. This is the seventh what inning. What is he doing? Get him out of here. No, he pitched the whole game. That's crazy. And <laughs> Juan Yepes was playing in that game. Okay. For the Cardinals. He's been living here this offseason. So, Very yeah. cool. No, but it's you know it is everything you it's it was a what was it a Wednesday Tuesday Tuesday night I yeah. think in J- late June yeah packed yeah Marlins yeah Cardinals for the Marlins yeah packed yeah I have yet to go to the new ballpark I have oh, not it's, been it's nice. since the old Bush Stadium yeah was the last time I was up there which was now quite a few years ago uh, for that. Uh, and this is a true statement. I don't have a huge story, but the last time I was there, uh, my father surprised me for my birthday and took me to Cubs and Cardinals because we were on a road trip, and I had no idea we were going to stop in St. None whatsoever. And Greg Maddox was pitching. Nice. And I almost fell out. Is that I a mean, big I deal? could not. Cubs, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Greg Maddox. Yeah. Man, Greg Maddox was pitching, and we didn't have a great seats, but we were in the building, yeah. and it was fantastic electric atmosphere. So that was Bush. That was old Bush Stadium, yeah. Yeah, yeah the new one's nice. Although it's not that new anymore, I mean. No, it's been a few it's years. It's crazy, like, right? These, yeah. You think, you realize, oh, gosh, this, that building's been around 15 years. Yeah, or whatever. all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, the new rankings are out in basketball. Purdue is number one. Hmm. Alabama falls to three. Yeah, well. After getting drilled by Oklahoma say, well, on Saturday. Catch the L, yeah. Tennessee ranked second in the country. Hmm. Tennessee two, Alabama three, Kansas State four. Nice win by them over Kansas Florida. State. Kansas Not State Kansas. four. No. Kansas State. Kansas is five. The Wildcats. Although Kansas had lost three in a row. Going into that game against Kentucky, they were the better team. I watched that mm, game. They were the better boy. team. In Rupp, they were the better team. Jeez. That was a good win. By the way, Kansas had never lost four games in a row under Bill Self. Okay. Well. And they kept that streak going because they didn't lose. Mm-hmm. So Kansas is five, Baylor six, Iowa State seven. How about Big 12 basketball? That's, Hello? That's impressive. That's very, Kansas very impressive. Kansas State four, Kansas five, Baylor six, Iowa State seven. Now, real quick on UT here, being number two. I think UT fans are now to the point where they are no longer impressed by such things. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I believe they, at this point, would trade any ranking you could muster for tournament wins. Uh, and pushing forward the, here. I don't know what the fan base feels like. I know I feel that way. I know others feel that way. I'm not sure if... Die hard Tennessee fans feel that way. I mean, I think they just love the program being good. I mean, this is nice. Consistent every year, they're good. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a great question. I, I think they want is. more than that at this point. But, you know, I it's, do. You know. I mean, I, if I were that fan, 
you need to shed the phrase regular season wreck. You need to get rid of that. Because yeah, being what number was, two in the country doesn't get you any banners, okay? It's that, just cool to look at for a little while. Hey, you, what you do is you want that to get so loud. It drives them crazy. Because remember when Clemsoning was a thing and oh, it wow. drove Dabo Sweeney <laughs> nuts? Well... Clemsoning, right, was yeah. a real word on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they just there they go again. There Clemsoning. Go. There you go. Found a way to lose a big game. Yeah. Clemsoning. Clinching that eight, the ACC championship, but another, not much else. Another eight and four season. Nice. Nine and three, nice. whatever. Ten and two, but they just never can win those uh, ones that put them over the top. Uh, Clemsoning. Not Dabo well. Sweeney would go. Nuts. Couldn't beat SEC teams. And made a point. point. Oh, yeah. yeah. And made a point when they started winning at big levels, winning a yeah. national championship, yeah. winning the ACC, getting in college playoffs. So much for Clemsoning, right? Mm. They wanted to get rid of that. Now nobody says it anymore. No. Well, th- that's what two national championships would do for you. Yeah. Now maybe <laughs> they're going to want to get rid of regular season Rick, right? Get rid of that. Listen, he got to do something because, you know, getting number two is great, but number two doesn't get you rings, banners, nothing. It's just a moment in time. You got to get stuff that's going to last for a long time, and they don't have it. Two seed, three seed, one seed, four seed, that's all great. So In the tournament. What? If you're done. At this point. In one or two games, if it always ends at the Sweet 16, then it's all. Or before. Or before. It (laughs) it just doesn't really, right? It doesn't matter. No. It shouldn't matter. It's nice. But, yeah, number two in the country. All right, we'll come back and put a bow here on the Monday edition of the McFarland Show next. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery. And can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help, 
and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. You saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, there's a high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. Not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Well, that's a fun promo. Listen to this. Yeah. About your dub bears. The bears. This was put out there today on 670 The Score. 670 The Score, Chicago. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes Sr. Yeah. Said that the bears. <laughs> the bears told Patrick Mahomes during a meeting in the lead-up to the 2017 NFL Draft Mm -hmm. that they planned on drafting him. Mm -hmm. He definitely wanted to be a Bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they went with... Mitchell Trubisky. And traded up for Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that didn't turn out well. (laughs) That didn't turn out well. And their GM has paid the price for that. Uh, Ryan Pace <laughs> yes. is no longer there. It's, it's weird how those things happen. The, the, the guy who told, you know, whoever told uh, Patrick Mahomes that is no longer employed by the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears told Patrick Mahomes Sr. Or told Patrick Mahomes, we're going to draft you three. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to draft you. Sure. And Mahomes' dad said... Mahomes, Patrick, yeah, definitely wanted to play for the Listen, Chicago. We've Bears. learned over the years you can't believe anything to that name of the card is red. Yikes! Can't believe anything to the name of the card is called. And they drafted Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure and did. Like you said, there are consequences, consequences and repercussions. And <laughs> <laughs> that. Consequence was called a pink slip. Yeah. For Ryan the consequences Pace. and repercussions for your actions, sir. <laughs> your services are no longer needed. Thank you. Well, we didn't need those <laughs> services that you offered just now. That'll do it for us today. Have a great rest of your Monday. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then. On air.